Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to another Motivational Monday on Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm Justin Bazaar. I'm your host. I am also the co-owner of Food Service Partners, and we do food, beverage, and nutrition production, as well as dietary meals for hospitals, long-term care homes, grocery stores, uh, convenience stores, and a bunch of co-packaging for a lot of our customers. So that's sort of my claim to fame and why I'm doing this show and the successful life I've had amongst other business ventures I've done. Uh, Deborah Micus as well, my co-host, who you often hear on the show, she's had a lot of successes in the entrepreneurial world as well and is now my business partner in a lot of the ventures that we have in food and beverage. And so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone that's been on the show. I thank everyone that's been on here. It's hard to believe it's been 18 episodes so far. Uh, as I record this, it's hard to believe that this has happened. I couldn't imagine it two months ago. And I thank everyone and the enthusiasm that they have coming on the show for sure. And um, I just want to let everyone know that's listening. Please, if you like what we're doing, tell a friend about our podcast. Share it on social media. Let people know we're doing this. Deborah and I are doing this free of charge. We're not looking to make money on it. We're not trying to gain advertisements or sponsorships or or do anything other than help the food, beverage, and nutrition entrepreneurs that are out there because we are in that industry and we believe it's good to give back. We believe it's the universe has blessed us with our lives and uh, God has blessed us with our lives. So we feel that we need to give back and help people get their stories out there. And there's so many people out there that need help in the food entrepreneur world or the beverage entrepreneur world or the nutrition entrepreneur world that need help getting their things off the ground or, or in leadership and management and, and business opportunities and growth and sales and marketing. And we feel that sharing other people's stories, not just our own, will get that message out there. So please, please share this if you believe in what we're doing and you like what we're doing. Tell a friend. That's all we ask. We're not doing this for any money. Like I said, we're just doing this because we feel it's the right thing to do. And we believe that giving back is the ultimate uh, reward in life. And so that's a little bit about why we're doing it. Today, we're going to talk about Brian McBride. And for those of you who don't know who Brian McBride is, he was a U.S. national soccer player. He played for the Columbus Crew in the MLS, Fulham FC in the English Premier League, and Chicago FC in the MLS. And Brian McBride is someone that I followed as a soccer player. I enjoy soccer. It's one of my favorite sports. Uh, Definitely went to the World Cup in Russia and got to see seven games with Deborah and my stepdaughter Zoe and her friend Robin. So that was badass, by the way. Uh, The World Cup is one of the greatest sporting events on this planet. I got to tell everyone, and those of you who don't like soccer, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry for you because it is a phenomenal sport. And I made friends, or I should say we made friends from all over the world, from all these different countries that were represented there, 64 countries. Uh, we were, were present, and then you have all the countries that were actually in the World Cup, and people from Morocco and Brazil and, and all of those places we got to hang out and make friends with, so that was pretty awesome. So soccer for me is a real international connection in how I meet people. When Deborah and I travel all over the world with the kids, and, and anything like that. It's a connection. It's a way to connect people and people love it. So I am thankful to be graced with a love for that sport because it's definitely giving me an international experience. But back to Brian McBride. 
Brian McBride was an American soccer player, and as an American soccer player, it's hard to play international soccer. Uh, We are not looked upon as a great soccer-producing player nation, and that is getting better, I would say. I see we're seeing a lot of American soccer players now playing in the top leagues and in the English Premier League and the German Bundesliga and, and leagues like that. So there is, things are getting better and we are developing better soccer players, mostly by developing them over in Europe. But that being said, Brian McBride was in an era where American soccer players really weren't well known. We were actually didn't play the sport as well or as hard as a lot of the other nations in an international opinion. And so Brian McBride went to the English Premier League and played for Fulham FC and turned out to be one of the most tenacious and competitive athletes in the English Premier League. So much so that when he retired, they named their sports bar at the Fulham Stadium after him because he was so tenacious. So first, I want to just give you two quotes from Brian McBride, the soccer player, and and talk about those. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about the inspiration and the motivation that he gave me as a person and that he can give you guys out there in the audience. The first quote is, again, Brian McBride, quote, put your head down and work as hard as you can because there is always someone better out there. And that quote to me is competition in general, whether you're a soccer player or an athlete or a business entrepreneur or in food, beverage, or nutrition, there's always someone out there trying to be the best. And you always have someone out there trying to work outwork you, someone out there trying to have a better work ethic uh, than you, someone out there trying to out, you know, perform you. So putting your head down and concentrating on your task at hand, don't worry about the competition. We once mentioned this in one of the Motivational Mondays, and there's a picture of Phelps, the U.S. swimmer, and he's got his head on the prize. And the competition is looking at him, but he's looking at the finish line. And so that's what it's about, always looking, keeping your head down, looking forward, and performing and hitting that finish line. Because if you don't, and you're worried about the competition, you're not worrying about your business, you're worrying about what everyone else is doing, you're not worrying about what you're doing. So I think that's extremely important, um, just as a topic, and we'll get further into competition and tenacity and things like that. The second quote, and I quote, is, I think competition is very important. It breeds many good things in a person, end quote. So competition helps us perform better. It puts pressure on us. It puts us in a position of disadvantage sometimes. It puts us in a position where that disadvantage is our advantage because we have to learn, because we have to pivot in life. Again, we go back to what we talk about, another fucking growing experience and or growing opportunity. And that comes down to how do we as individuals take the things that happen in our lives, competition, bad things, and use them to better ourselves. We need it. It breeds better performance. It breeds better business practices. It breeds a better human being in each and every one of us. And Brian McBride was that person. You saw him play in the English Premier League and gain respect of the English people. And the English sport of football, or what we call soccer here in America, is hard nose. It's tough. you got to be hard knocks. You've got to be ready to get beat up. It's a defensive game, and it is brutal, and it is physical. And he showed 
game after game that he was willing to come off the field bloodied and bruised and beaten down, but he never fell down. And I think that's important. Beaten down, but never fell down. And if he did fall down, he was up and back at it. And he was a goal scorer, just so anyone who's in the audience knows. He was a striker. He played forward. He scored goals when the the team needed it. He was a performer under pressure. And he did that because of his beliefs that we as human beings can be better with competition, that competition forces us to be better and we can strive and be better human beings on and off the field, in and out of our businesses. Whatever it is, we can perform better as human beings. We are out there. We have a chance to live this life and go out there and better our own lives, better the people's lives around us and better the lives of the people that work for us. And that is so important in this world. It's not just about what we can get out of this world or what we can get out of other people. I hear a lot of that, you know, success and how much money I make and, you know, how much I can get from everyone else and, you know, my one up of everyone else. And that's not, that's not true. And it's just merely, you know, something that you push forward. It's a way to gain resentments for sure, because When people don't look at you as the person you think you should be in this high regard, you gain resentment storm, and they're false because we're all equals. We're all equals on this planet. We need to help people when we can. We've talked a lot about this on Motivational Mondays. Help people be better people. And being competitive with someone helps them be better too. So if someone's being competitive with you, it's not there to hurt your feelings or make you cry, and sometimes it hurts to lose, and you will cry. Believe me, I hate losing. I've had my tears for sure of losing in business and in soccer and sports and in life for sure. But, you know, it breeds a better competitiveness in me. And I am thankful for the times I've lost. I'm thankful for the times I've failed because it's forced me to be a better person. And I'm thankful for the times that my businesses haven't been well-funded or I'm thankful for the times that they've gone under because... Those times have taught me such lessons that have led to my successes now. They've led to my better business practices now. They've led to the money that I have now because I am a better person because I've had to go through all those hardships. Competition, people beating me down, business partners that would get competitive with me and then try to leave the companies or split the companies up. Thank you. I thank you out there, seriously, and, and anyone who's ever wanted the worst for me or wanted, didn't believe in me or had negative opinions about me or negative opinions about my business ideas, thank you again because it just drives me. It becomes the steam that powers the dream. It becomes something that I know you're competing with me, and there's two thoughts in life. You know, how do you become the tallest building? There's one way which you knock down all the other buildings, or there's the other way which you build up the biggest building. So people can keep trying to knock down my building and sometimes knock it down. I'm just going to build a bigger one. And every time you knock it down, it gives me a chance to build a taller one, a bigger one, and a better one. And that is competition. So with Brian McBride, he was tenacious and he was competitive. And all of us need a little bit of that. And that doesn't mean we don't help our fellow entrepreneurs. That doesn't mean we don't give advice to people freely and help them because it's the right thing to do. That just means that we need 
to want to be competitive with each other, even as friends, to do better and push each other to be better people. We want to do it in our families. We want to be competitive with each other. You know, boys that are all boy families that have all sons, those boys are competitive with each other. Look at the Manning family. You have three football players in that family, two of which are NFL or one of which was an NFL quarterback and one still is, an NFL quarterbacks. I mean, think about that. Competitiveness, because they were three boys and because they all wanted to play football, drove them to be better athletes. And that happens with a lot of families. Competitiveness drives us to be better. And without it, and without this soft touch, and without the male influence, and I emphasize male influence of competitiveness, you know, with our daughters, with our sons, with our friends, we don't drive each other to be better. And that is, a, you know, that is about as basic as it gets. How do we drive each other to be better? Well, we help, but we also want to be competitive. Why do athletes get better as they get into the the best leagues in the world? And we'll talk about soccer. Why do athletes get better? Because when they play against better athletes in those top levels, the English Premier League, the the Spanish Liga, the Italian Serie A, the German Bundesliga, you know, those leagues are the best players in the world. And when those kids get a chance to play and become men on those teams against those competitions competitors not only on their own teams but in the leagues that they're playing in and the teams that they're playing that forces them to be better and the kids that actually take competition and take loss and better themselves and try to improve and want to be the best, it's phenomenal. Look at Cristiano Ronaldo. The guy has played in the English Premier League, the Spanish Liga, and the Serie A now, and he is a champion. There is no doubt about it that he might be comparable to what we see in in, in the NFL with players that are now lasting more than a few years. You know, soccer players used to retire in their early 30s. Cristiano Ronaldo could probably do it into his 40s. He's that phenomenal of a player. And that's really, really amazing. Tom Brady, look how old he was. He just won the Super Bowl. We are taking care of ourselves as human beings. We are being competitive with one another. And we are working out. We are changing the way we eat. We are changing our lifestyle. We are being more tenacious in our daily lives to be better people. Excuse me, people. And um, that's hugely important. I think that... We can better our lives, better the people's lives around us, and help people truly by doing it. And that's not in a negative way. I don't wish bad upon anyone because if I wish bad upon anyone, the universe is going to put badness upon me. I truly believe that. And so by, you know, I want my competitors to do well. Why do I want them to do well? Because the better they do, the better it forces me to do. Because it always is a fight to be at the top. And always someone is trying to knock you down from being the best. And Brian McBride, again, U.S. soccer player, huge motivational individual. Right now was the best years of the U.S. soccer was while he was around. We have not done that well in U.S. soccer, even at the World Cup level in a long time. We didn't even qualify for the 2018 World Cup. What a disappointment. I got to go to Russia with my family and go see the World Cup, and we didn't even get to see the United States. Sad. You know, I was fortunate enough to get to see the U.S. play in 
1994 when the World Cup was in the United States, but I was really going to go cheer on the U.S. in 2018, and we weren't even there. You know, what the hell are we doing? We have all these great soccer players coming up in Europe and playing in these top leagues, but they aren't being competitive enough on a world level. And so I challenge everyone, you know, and if anyone out there on the U.S. soccer team hears me, not like I matter to them, but what the fuck are we doing? Seriously. Like, how are we one of the largest nations by populations? We have more support and opportunities for athletes than anywhere else in this country. We need to be better. We need to be want to win. Where is that 1994 U.S. national men's team that fought through the toughest of times to get to the second round of the World Cup? Like, we're missing that tenacity. We're missing that drive. And so, not to get all on a tangent about soccer and go off on an F-bomb, but it's ridiculous. How do we in this country promote competitiveness again? And while we have better athletes competing in Europe, I think as a country, we have steered away from competitiveness and the importance of wanting to win. The importance of male role models teaching kids what competitiveness and oh yeah everyone can get along and we can be all friends yes of course we can but we also should be competitiveness competitive with each other we talk about in the rocky balboa episode about apollo creed and rocky and they find friendly competition with one another they are competitors but they are friends also And that is important. What is wrong with being friends with someone and also being competitive? That doesn't mean you need to hate them because they beat you sometimes or all the time. That means that there may be that one time that I can beat them and I'm going to work for that one time. And maybe that one time flips the script where I then get to win a bunch of times. But they are still my friends and it's not personal. This is the thing we need to understand in politics and in like that it's not personal. And you see a lot of soccer players or CrossFit athletes, since Deborah and I do a lot of CrossFit and our my stepdaughter Zoe. And CrossFit breeds competition, but it also breeds kindness and support for one another. And so I want to be competitive with the person next to me, but I'm also going to cheer them on if I finish before them because it is important that we keep helping people move forward because it is important that we be competitive with one another. And it is important that we have tenacity to win and want to win, but we also can be friends and learn from one another. And so I'm going to end the episode there because I think that talking too much about this is going to, we're going to lose the point, but I thank everyone who's listening in. Seriously, you have all started making my dreams come true. And I hope that I'm helping you with your dreams by doing this episode. Deborah and I really try really hard to give back and help all of you out there by sharing everyone's stories. And we spend a lot of time doing this, a lot of our time. And while it's great because Deborah and I also get time together doing this and and having a goal and building our relationship, we also want to help everyone out there. And please, if you like our episodes and you like what we're doing, tell people, share it. We are, we are not doing this for any other reason that we want to help the people that are out there. And by sharing this and doing it, it doesn't benefit Deborah and I because there is no financial benefit for the two of us. It's benefiting the people out there or the one person that may hear the story. And we can all help these people by spreading these stories, what everyone goes through and these experiences and these motivations to help people. And I want to emphasize that because you don't ever know. It's just like you never know when opening a door may help someone or you never know when your actions one day may help someone. 
just share it. Someone out there may need to hear what we're trying to do on this podcast. There may be a food, beverage, or nutrition entrepreneur out there that needs to hear a message one day, and they hear the one of the podcasts by one of the people that share on here, and it changes their life. It helps them succeed. It changes their view on life and brings them positivity when they need it the most. So here's what I'm going to end with today, because we talk quite a bit about this on, on our podcast. And that is hug someone today, hug more than one person today, hug your children, hug your wife, hug your husband, hug your mother, hug your father, whatever it is, hug someone today and try to hug more than one person since we set a goal for one before. So let's up it to two, hug two people every day. Really, give them a hug. And I'm not talking a quick hug. I'm talking like a bro hug, like a man bear hug, like I love you dog hug. And so I think that's one. And two is, please, you know, be open to competitiveness, but also be open that competitive is to losing. And it's not personal. It just drives us to be better. And we need to be competitive with one another to drive us forward, to help us succeed, and to build life around the world. I would say American culture needs it a lot. But I would also say that the world, we can be competitive with each other to drive each other to be better people. And we can do it in healthy ways. And we can do it in tenacious ways. So being tenacious and drive and putting your head down and striving for your goals, so important. And don't concentrate on the competition. Just strive and be tenacious and go for those goals. But know that the competition's there. And so that competition and knowing it there is good. But it's not to focus on the competition. It's to focus on your own goals and your own drives and being true to yourself and using that authenticity with yourself about what you want and knowing that competition's there to kick your ass at any moment to keep driving forward. So keep your heads down today. Kick some ass today. Hug two people and have a wonderful Monday. I love you all and all the people out there that listen to this podcast. I love you guys. Seriously. Like I have so much appreciation and gratitude to all of you. So third thing, be grateful today. Have gratitude because gratitude leads to a better world, leads to more success and leads to better business. So thank you guys for listening in. This is Justin Bizarro of the Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs podcast. Thank you for listening in. I appreciate all of you and have a wonderful Monday.